Hi, I'm April, your host of Teachable Moments with April podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Happy listening. For the month of March, Teachable Moments with April podcast will be including a variety of listener polls to gain feedback from you. We'd appreciate if you took a few seconds of your time to participate. Thanks again from the Teachable Moments with April podcast family. This is Take Care of You Tuesdays. Good communication is crucial for reducing your stress levels. When we are misunderstood or criticized, we feel isolated and defensive. When conflict arises at work or at home and we cannot discuss it in a constructive way, we often feel stressed and angry. In any situation, let the other person know you are listening by nodding and making eye contact. Respond regularly by saying yes or "Uh uh-huh, and don't be afraid to ask for an explanation if you just don't understand. Now, we're going to look at dealing with conflict. Remember that constructive criticism is the best way to deal with any conflict. Always refer to the person's actions and behavior, not to the person, for example, I agree disagree with the way you handle our child, not you're a bad parent. You see what I'm saying? So let's go back. I disagree with the way you handle our child versus you're a bad parent. So you can see where that may cause a lot more conflict than you're already having. Makes sense, right? Equally, if someone is criticizing you, try to listen without becoming too defensive. So let us quickly look at 10 tips for better communication. Number one, talk face to face, when possible, to encourage good work relationships. Number two, write faxes and emails early in the day because your communication skills deteriorate as you get more and more tired as your day goes on. I know that for a fact. I'm sure you agree with that too. Number three, listen to what others have to say, even if you don't agree. Okay, hearing the other person's side, you have a say, they have a say, and not to become cut off or have some form of disconnect. This happens quite a lot. Number four, criticize constructively and try to be specific. Number five, try to resolve problems without losing control of your emotions. This can be very challenging. Number six, try not to avoid conflicts or touchy subjects. It's better to talk them through. Number seven, try to put yourself in the other person's shoes, aka empathy or being empathetic. Number eight, express your opinions even if other people don't share them. 
Number nine, try not to get upset or emotional when someone disagrees with you. And number 10, admit when you are wrong or you're just angry. It's not always possible to avoid stress, but you can learn to cope with it better. Expressing your feelings can dramatically reduce stress levels and enhance your sense of well-being. That's what we all want to do, to enhance our sense of well-being, okay? The first area we're going to look at is exploring your feelings. Get in touch with your feelings, being aware of how you feel, whether it's, I feel anxious, depressed, or angry, is the first step in dealing with a stressful problem. This means uh, taking time out from your work and family to be alone. Okay, have some downtime. Keep a journal, take a walk on the beach, or go and see a counselor or therapist. Be honest with yourself. Mental health is health. Okay, number two is confide in a friend or an acquaintance. At times of stress, we all need support from friends and family. You feel overwhelmed by events, it's good to get a new perspective, a fresh perspective on the problem or the issue. Share your feelings with people you trust so you don't end up feeling exposed and even more stressed. Now, some people feel that doing that, this is my two cents, um, they prefer not to talk to someone versus that, that knows them, family, friends, and talk to someone, not necessarily that's a stranger, um, but kind of in that way because it makes it easier for them to talk about things with this person they, they don't know. It gives them a type of freedom. I don't know if that makes sense, but I have heard certain people tell me that. Okay, but remember, friends may have their own problems. This is another piece to it. But remember, friends may have their own problems, so be prepared to listen as well as you talking, okay? Because everybody's got some issues, right? Okay, number three, time it right. Choose a time when the other person can listen, okay? Timing is key. Not when they are rushing out the door, okay? If your friend is too busy, let them know you have a problem and ask if they can set aside some time in the near future for you to ask. You are going to have some people that have, they're just some people that you care about and you love, but they just have really bad timing for pretty much everything. <laughs> um, I know some people like that. That's just how they are, okay? And it just seems like they kind of approach you at certain times. It's just not right, and it's pretty consistent and vice versa. Okay, the next one is say what you mean, okay? Never be afraid to say what you think, feel, and believe. If you disagree with someone, try to say so. This can be hard if you are afraid they will be upset or angry. But in the long run, communicating clearly will lead to better relationships and lower stress levels. Now, in my, my I, I relate to that, but I, I've encountered more so than the other on my end is that a lot of people will skirt around certain things instead of just saying what it is and I'm just the type of person I, I think because I'm older too just say what it is just say what it is and then we can tackle it from there but a lot of people don't do that and then it just keeps this this problem these issues keep festering and it's just it's just best if we just 
keep it real, keep it a book, keep it a hundred, you know, and stop going around and around and around in a circle. It's really a disservice to everyone. Okay, the next one is keep to the facts. Under stress, it's easy to distort problems, exaggerate the significance of an event, or make sweeping generalizations. When explaining a problem to someone, always be as specific, realistic, that's very important, specific and realistic, and objective as you can. I find that to be very important. That ties in with the other one, say what you mean, okay? The next, it's okay to cry. Cry when you feel hurt or grief or frustration. I get that a lot. I feel frustrated. These things are the the natural result of change and loss. And a good cry can get them off your chest. Make time to honor and express your feelings. Perform a simple, well, they say a simple ritual like lighting a candle. Okay. Not giving yourself time to grieve can cause... Hmm. Uh, long-term stress and damage your health. Yeah, you can internalize it and it will manifest itself in the physical form, meaning you can have chest pains, ulcers. I've been there, done that. So it's always best to not keep it all inside and let it out because it can uh, work on your actual physical health. Been there, done that. Okay, the next one is saying sorry. Take responsibility for your mistakes and feelings of remorse or guilt. Making amends will relieve your stress and improve your relationships. It says write a card if you can't say it face to face. That works. I've done that. Uh, Once you have righted any wrongs, you'll be able to move on and leave your feelings of guilt behind. That is something that a lot of people really have an issue with. And I've spoken about this before. Saying you're sorry. Saying when you've done something, misinterpreted something, um coming back and 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 speaking on it it takes a very big person to do so and to recognize it but you had to first recognize it that's the first and then execute that meaning saying you're sorry i was wrong okay and it says be kind to yourself give yourself time to feel happy stressed people often don't have take time to laugh and feel pleasure and pride in their own achievements tell a friend why you're proud of yourself go out and celebrate or buy yourself a present that's one of my favorite (laughs) buy yourself a present now the next area we're going to look at and probably the last one for this episode is eight steps to to well expressed anger number one never shout at or hit another person when you are angry that's very hard to do i've been guilty many a time number two be direct and assertive i think directness is just the best okay don't express anger in a passive way such as the silent treatment well i have been guilty of that too um eventually i'm not so silent though and yeah been there done that number three discharge aggression by hitting pillows or screaming by yourself or do some strenuous exercise. I've done the exercise before to work off my frustration and to also, um, it helps me think. Okay, number four, put your anger into words. Before you approach the person, write down, I am angry because. Okay, number five, tell the person why you are angry in as calm and as reasonable a tone 
as possible. Mm. Number six, if you become furious again, and that could happen, ask if you can leave the conversation and come back when you feel calmer and can express your thoughts more clearly. Now, in my experience, I am a type of person, I really, I'm a lever. I will walk away because I just need to think it out and I need space and I just, I just need, I just need my space. And I've often encountered people who do not honor that. And then they kind of push me into a situation and I'm not ready for it. And they're just not accepting it. And unfortunately, bad things happen, you know, when people don't honor that. So it also, when you see someone doing that, give them the space. Okay. Number seven. Give the other person time. Okay. Give the other person time to respond. Remember that many people find anger frightening. Okay. And number eight, be brave. Um, expressing anger doesn't have to mean being out of control. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to mean that because feelings, you know, everyone has them. They're natural. It's just how you handle it and how you present it. And how you receive it from other people that's going to make all the difference. My final thoughts. did we learn in this particular episode? We learned that good communication is crucial for reducing your stress levels. Okay. We uh, also learned that it's very important and as being an effective communicator is to keep eye contact and let the person that's talking, you know, let them know, you know, that you're listening by giving verbal cues like yes or uh uh-huh. Um, Also, remember that constructive criticism is the best way to deal with any conflict. Be very careful and very sensitive on how you let the person know how you perceive things, meaning they gave us an example. Um, Instead of saying, you're a bad parent, say, I disagree with the way you handle our child. And if, like they said after that, they said equally, if someone is criticizing you, constructive criticism, Try to listen without becoming defensive or too defensive. Um, of course, it does. Oh, it does uh, kind of balance out when someone else is maybe not using constructive criticism. It's very challenging to try to not be too defensive or to be defensive at all. That's where you're going to meet the challenge. Okay, so the next thing is we what we learned was we learned 10 tips for better communication which meant to talk face-to-face, okay? Make sure if you do communicate with someone, if it's in a work setting, um, that you do it earlier on in the day because if you don't, <laughs> your communication skills more closer to the end of the day are, are, are not at its peak because you're tired, okay? Um, listen to what others say, you know? Even if you don't agree, everyone has an opinion and everyone has a say and just listen, just hear them out, okay? Um, Also about trying not to avoid conflicts, 
and avoiding touchy subjects. Sometimes they say here that you should, you should touch on those things. If those are the things that are like hot spots in which this keeps coming up over and over and over again, like with anything, it must be addressed, but use it with tact and grace. That's how you handle it. Um, we also learned how to express our feelings and explore our feelings, okay? And last what we learned was eight steps to well-expressed anger. just listening to Teachable Moments with April podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We also encourage you to join the Teachable Moments with April podcast family by becoming a paid subscriber. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time.